Welcome back to the DS Chronicles of Demon Slayer podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Ronnie. And I'm Chad. And today we are here for the penultimate episode of the Entertainment mm-hmm. District arc, episode 10, Never Give Up. Demon Slayer, season 2. Wow, what an episode. What did you think, Ronnie? I'm very curious to hear your opinions I on mean, this. just from like a viewing standpoint, I, this show, I gotta give it the credit, it goes from a visual standpoint, so much further than anything I've ever seen. It's crazy. Like, it almost at a certain point, I know we talked about the uh, the latest Demon Slayer film where it was one hour of reused content and then another new hour. I was like, God, we should have just went because this is sick. Oh, yeah, it'd be sick to just see it in the theaters. Yeah. The atras. Um, now, now, some of it, might I felt like, was almost too much. I was like, holy shit, what's going on? Right. But, but and, even then, it didn't bother me. It was like a. It reminded me of like an old Dragon Ball thing where they're just yelling really loud and a bunch of stuff's happening. And I was like, "Oh, this gets the blood flowing." Yeah, that's where I'm still trying to. I'm still sinking into it, and I'm excited to do the recap because narratively, I had uh, you know a little bit of a problem, but we'll talk about it. I think yeah, that's what I was wanting to get to. We'll talk about it. Okay, that's what I was wanting to get we'll to. We'll talk about it. You can say your piece, and I'll say my piece. But overall. Let's just have fun. Let's do it. I I mean, well, what a cliffhanger we were left off on. Yeah, Nosuke was stabbed. Tengen was big time wounded. Winitsu had pushed Tanji off a roof because of an attacking scarf. And Tanji, all the way down, is blaming himself just very hard while falling in slow motion. This is all his fault, if you ask him. Man, he does this a lot. Everything is always his fault. We get to the OP, and when we come back... Our boy crashes hard. You know, there was no flying that was gonna. Come. I don't know what I was expecting when it was going so slow motion. I didn't know if you know maybe uh the mighty, not the mighty mouse, the muscle mouse. You the, didn't know if they're gonna catch him or not. Right. Yeah, that's what it made it seem like because I didn't know if Nezuko was getting ready to jump out of the box and do some crazy stuff, but no, he just splat. Now. He says he failed and that he is sorry to Nezuko when he starts to pass out. He's then taken into a vision back on that snowy day where human Nezuko says there's no reason to be sorry. It's all the ghost siblings. Even though it's not his little siblings, it's still like the ghost of human Nezuko. Yes, but Nezuko, don't make her one of the ghost siblings. I'm not, but I'll say this. She's cuter in her demon form. Whoa. Now, is that a hair up situation? Didn't she ever hair up? Did you not like that? I think it's just like the the eyes aren't as cute as she is in Demon. Now Foreman. you're not talking about the uh, blow up Nezuko doll. <laughs> is that the one you're no, talking about? I'm talking about like normal Nezuko. That would be gross if that's the one you're talking normal about. Normal Nezuko and miniature one. They're cute. They're little cute. Still pretty gross because that just. I mean, the only difference is that she's muzzled. So be better, Chad. Be better. She st- wants him to stop blaming himself. Talks about his father's illness. And that sometimes there are things outside of one's control. She's like, what, what you're doing is basically like if father had died from having stage four brain cancer. I don't even know how many stages of cancer there are. I don't know if four I is believe a, five is the highest. Really? Okay. Yes. Um, and then the father being like, idiot. Why? Why, why did you yeah. not fight that off? And stage five is literally just like death, the, the stage of death, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Okay. So. Um, uh, Dr. Chart, we were just talking about that on a Patreon yeah. episode. Should I bring it out? Yeah, do you, I mean, do you have anything else to say? Now, what, what, 
Now, what did we call it on the last one, though? It was... Dr. Chart's Biology Lesson, or something like that. Is it Biology with Dr. Chart? Biology with Dr. Chart. And actually, it's a great time. If you're listening to this, hop on over to patreon.com slash Ronnie and Chad, because this upcoming Wednesday... We will be debuting Biology with Dr. Chart. We will. So I'll go ahead and try to stick it to it with this one. Yes, stage five. Stage four is approximately six months to seven years, I think, of developing this cancer. Interesting. Okay, it's once, wide, wide span. Once you hit stage four, it's a very bad news. Very, very bad news. <laughs> okay. Potentially, life-altering events can happen where you'll survive. Stage five. Goodbye. Your your internal organs and systems start shutting down and yeah, kidneys. It's, it's gotten too far. It's gotten too far. It's spread throughout the body. Your body is basically fighting itself at this point. And a lot of this, if you're a doctor listening to this, you might be saying I'm wrong. I don't know, but well, that is what I've heard. Probably not, though. But probably not, though. It's biology with, that was biology with Chad. And if you enjoyed that segment, once again, which how could you have not have... Go over to the Patreon, pay us five bucks a month because, and listen, it's not because, oh, you're just trying to support the podcast. You can get life-saving tips yes. from Dr. Yes. Chart. Think about what you just learned. Right. So think about it. Just I think did about it. do, what was that thing called where you, uh, I did do it a lot as a kid where you like take out the stuff. It's like a board game. Uh, operation. I did do that a lot as a child. You played Operation, operation. a lot. As a child, correct. Now, now I didn't li- know the name of now it. Now you're but. lying because no, there was no one who played Operation a lot. What you did with Operation is you got it out, realized that when you put all the pieces in, they all slid out of sight and you they were really stuck in there. So you would just put the metal to the metal and you would just deal with the sound for 15 seconds while you dug the piece out. That's what, how you now, Yeah, and that's what an illegal doctor does, correct, but not me. Not you, Dr. Chart. You were the only one that played an entire game of Operation the way it was supposed to be played? Correct. <laughs> I completed it. <laughs> Nezuko wants Tanji to understand how she feels about this, and that wakes Tanji up in fiery surroundings. Now, this part confused me. Why? What happened? Why was there... So, when did the atomic bomb go off? When when uh, Winitsu pushed him off the building, it's yeah. because... Icky, the incel, like set off all of those blazing, whatever it's called, and just tormented through all the buildings. That's why there's a bunch of rubble and fire. So Winitsu mm. basically just pushed Tanji out of the way of the thing. To uh, to evade him from what you called all those, what do you call things? God, what are they, that, that one movie has, it's like a bunch of like he, the, flame. The bombs, the yeah. ball bombs. It was ball bombs and he has like those red things that, as we see at the end of this episode. Now, it's all fine things. and well. I must have missed that part, so I just want you to answer this question. Did did it seem like what he set up, was it enough to uh, explode the entire city? No, I don't. Now, it could. <laughs> think about it this way. Uh-huh. All of the lighting in those places are probably with candles. Yeah, okay. Could just be one of those cases where it just... I mean, listen, I'll, I'll get straight to it. Didn't have a problem with it because it made one cool set piece... I was just very confused when Tanji woke up and I thought he was in hell for a second. I was like, whoa, what is this? <laughs> did this show just Don't reach? do that to our boy Tanji. That's why I was confused. I said he was the nicest guy I'd ever known. What was he doing behind the scenes? You're like, if he's in hell, then I, I don't for stand sure a ain't. chance. 
He sees Nezuko, who fell out of her box, and he's just relieved to see that. But then, holy scoly, it's Icky the incel. He's impressed that Tanji survived what must have been, you know, the bomb that went off around these parts. And this has to be the worst thing to wake up to. Oh, he's so scary, dude. Dude, he is terrifying. And as you're about to say right now, he wakes up to him while then seeing that all of his friends look like they're dead. And did you ever at any point, I know I talked about it, I'm sure you didn't, but I'll ask anyway. Did you ever go listen to the guy do the dub voice? I haven't yet. It's good? It's really good. The guy does a legitimately good so, job. It is so, it's very creepy. So you've listened to all of this in dub? I yeah, I think probably so. Because I've watched them all. It all depends on where I watch. I have one that's like preset to sub TVs I'm talking about. And then this one I watch out See, here set to dub. I enjoy a Nosuke's sub voice way more than the dub. I could see, and I've I know I agree. Okay. I've heard the sub, and because the dub is, it's like a little bit too over the top. This guy though is so creepy. He does a very good okay, job. I have to hear it then. You're raving about him. You know his name? <laughs> no, I do not. But uh, he should get more work as creepy, icky incels. Speaking of icky, he's really feeling himself. I did just the fill. He's feeling himself. He's not doctor filling himself. He's being a top-notch bad guy. He's going in on Tanji, talking about how all of his friends are dead or dying. And this is when you were talking about, we start looking around. It looks bad. Anosuke looks to have bled out on the ground. Winitsu is struggling under some rubble. It's amazing that he's still asleep. Dude, and the fact that Icky's just like, Icky even says it. He's like, yeah, your friend over there is under rubble and the fire's about to get to him. I'm just going to watch him burn alive. Yeah. Like, holy shit. I was like, this is not this is not good, and this is brutal. I went back and looked a second time because I was like, well, maybe it is Zenitsu. Maybe he woke up. You couldn't see his face, but I didn't hear any hooting and or hollering, so it, it couldn't have been Zenitsu. It was still Winitsu in my book. And are they doing one of these things where when he gets so frightened and panicked, he just automatically like passes out and goes to sleep? I mean, at this point, that's got to be gotta what be it is it. because when you're crushing, when you're getting crushed by a building, I would have to imagine that at some point you would, I don't know, wake up. Yeah. <laughs> Tingen also appears to have bled out. His detached hand is sitting yeah. behind him, which is not where hands are supposed to be. Inky starts focusing on Nezuko, which this is when I got my next level of fear. You're talking about stages of brain cancer. This was stagey, stages of Ronnie's fear, and I was at a level four at this point. Don't talk about my girl Nezuko. Tanji's speechless. But he can relate to this. He can relate to... Who? Icky, because his... Well, uh, yeah, and that's what makes it even worse, is he starts right. taunting Tanji. Starts taunting him, because he's like... He's even like, oh, if only you were a demon, you wouldn't have to be dealing with all this. Yeah, Tanji, speechless, can't lift his sword because his body is so numb. But he still is like, honesty is the best policy in his eyes. So he just straight up tells Eki, he's like, yes, this is my younger sister, Nezuko. She likes sleeping. Eki says, what a disgrace. You can't even protect your younger sister. Then he also does the move where he creepily pets Tanji's head. He does, and I'm gonna. <laughs> Do you have the same note that I have? Before before we continue on, I'm gonna correct something real quick. Oh. 
I did a little research. Oh, okay, I thought it was something with my notes. No, it's Dr. Chart. We're going back to biology with Dr. Chart. So, <laughs> most cancers only have four stages attached to oh, them. Oh, no. Okay? Now, my fifth stage that I have created on the spot, and this is, I'm going to go ahead and, it's patent pending. I'm going to go ahead and put this in the system, is just death. <laughs> Which... <laughs> Which works. I mean, that is the same. You gave us the right prognosis. I did, yeah. You're like, yeah, stage five, you're not coming back from that. So, I mean, that's death. It's just maybe you were a little preemptive. Just wanted to clarify that. Continue (laughs) on. (laughs) Oh, God. So, no, what I had here was this is the upset of the episode because his fingernails appear to actually be pretty well manicured. Did you see his fingernails? Yeah. Do you think he gets his sister to do it? Maybe, like, they're black, and I don't know if that's necessarily nail polish or them, like, rotting off of his fingers because he's so icky. But, yeah, very, like, nicer than mine. He doesn't bite right, them. Yeah. He doesn't bite them at all. And I can't stand people that pick their nails or bite them. It's one of my biggest pet peeves. You've always said that. Yeah. yeah. He takes Tanji's hand and breaks two fingers. Dude, that is, I don't know what it is. We've seen way worse stuff in shows before where it's stabbing through the heart, all this stuff. That, to me, is like one of the hardest things to watch out of all of them. And why do you think that... I mean, I agreed to a certain point, but why do you think that is? Is it because it's like... Maybe because it's so... You can actually feel that. You can't feel a stab to the heart because no one's really ever come close to experiencing that. Yeah. If you get, like, stabbed... Like, in the stomach. Like, obviously, that would hurt. I don't know. Why do I feel like, why do I feel like the initial, like, the lasting pain of two broken fingers is worse than getting a stab in the stomach? Especially the way they look. Just bending them back like that. Yeah. Oh. You break someone's fingers, they're going to experience that pain, but the problem is they could just keep on going without those fingers. It's not a problem. So they just have to keep last. As soon as you stab someone in the stomach, they're on their way to dying. Mm-hmm. They're right. on stage two of, oh, I'm dying. Whereas if you break fingers, a doctor would be like, oh, yeah, we got to fix those fingers up, but you're still stage one. You're doing fine. Yeah, you're doing all right. He then starts smacking his head as he taunts him in every way possible. He goes so crazy, repeatedly <sighs> begging for Tanji to slice off, slice off his head that I was like, okay, this is getting a little tropey. Because I was waiting for Tanji to, like, level the playing field a little bit. And this, to me, is, like, having this happen to somebody like Tanji is, it hurts bad. Because mm-hmm. he is such a good guy. And it is one of those things. It's, I don't know, did, is he doing this because, literally, just because of Nezuko? Uh, no, I think this guy just sucks. So you're saying since Tanji was the only one to survive, like if it, this would have been Winitsu, he would have done the same thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I think he's just like celebrating his victory in just the most screwed up way possible. Because, I mean, if you think about it, and you're, if you're in his shoes, you could do this theoretically. The, it looks like the Hashira is already dead. Right. Everyone else is like... You can do whatever you want now. Yeah, pretty much. That's why I, one of my biggest pet peeves when watching TV is when you know people play with their food or the bad guys always have to get this ridiculous monologue off that that's like I said tropey. And I was afraid that was happening here. I'm like, oh wow, this guy's just doing this, and Tanji's gonna regain some strength and get out of it. 
Whereas like Tanji does run away, but the guy's still in complete control, so it was it didn't bother me. Does that make sense? Yeah. It was just like one of those where he he watches him run, but mm-hmm. he knows yeah. he's not going anywhere. Yeah, I mean Tanji he just doesn't have the strength and he knows that, so he does manage to muster up enough energy to grab Nezuko and start running off. And the demons just both start laughing at him. I mean, uh, Daki is just posted up on this roof, like flashing her legs and her uh, right her boots off, like she wants some. I didn't say that. And then Iki hits Tanji into a burning building, but he gets up. He keeps going slower and slower until he falls. It's just sad to watch. It's very sad to watch, especially when I didn't realize what, what was happening. Was happening when yes. you don't realize what's happening, you're just like, "This is making Tanji look pathetic." Because right. yeah, he's he's literally just throwing like at the time what I thought were miniature bean bags and f- just little fragments of wood at this guy. De- is absolute desperation is what it looks like. And then it was here as he's walking up that I noticed the ickiest part of Icky's body. Do you have one for you? Do you have one? I, I mean, mine is literally the belly button area. Uh, I mean, it's very skinny, so that's yeah. not... And mine's close to that, but not quite. His... Pelvic region? Hip bones. Let me see if I can explain this in a way that can get my point across if you didn't notice it, if someone hadn't seen it. he um, His hip bones jut out in such a way, his waistline goes below them basically Ooh. if he's wearing pants it would make a uh it would make a gutter his hip bones would make mm. a gutter to where i you could i don't know put a hot dog in there it, he basically makes pockets out of just his hip bones i see what you're saying he could yeah, yeah. store stuff in just uh, for where his hip bone stops and in between his hip bone and his stomach it's great now does he not look pretty badass though with the flames behind him walking up I, badass I don't he's malnourished I don't know if I could say that he looks badass he just looks scary how dude how insane is it though that he doesn't give a shit about eating them as a demon that's right. what I was thinking yeah he doesn't you're he right he doesn't at all and, and you he's gotta be what, hungry you can, yeah you can see <laughs> you can see that he's been refusing food but I and know. I was thinking more about your badass comment this is exactly why I know that I wouldn't call it badass because if I saw him walking up, if I heard this music, it wouldn't make sense. No, if I see him walking up with fire, it sounds like... That's, what That's not a song. Before I did a song, I can't think of the right... Radioactive. It's just that part in Radioactive with Imagine Dragons when it goes, we're breathing in the chemicals. Yeah. Yeah. That's it right there. What a tune that was back in 2013. But this is when he's really on his Joker shit. He's taunting Tanji Scar. He's doing this whole move where he likes Tanji so much you can't kill him. So he says, why not just make him a demon? Keep him around. But Daki is not down for that plan. Now, if I'm Tanji here, I would consider it. The only reason I would consider it is so I could stay with Nezuko. Right. And he he's starting to talk about this here in a second. Tanji says, 
this whole time I've been waiting for this. He says that out loud, and Icky kind of laughs at him. But he launches into a headbutt. But, haha, it was a misdirection. He actually stabbed him with one of the kunai blades, and that's what he was running for. He gra- he scooped them up somewhere along his, you know, limping off. And three fingers. And he was throwing the bags of sachets to cover up the scent of the poison. Now, I don't really know what a sachet is, but I assume it has some sort of fragrance to it. Yeah. And there was another one that also was describing the sachets, but I didn't type that out because I didn't know what that word meant either. And I was like, it'd just be pointless. And then there's two it's words. Just, it's just stuff that we've seen being thrown around earlier. That's all I know. <laughs> he grabs his sword with one bandaged hand and three fingers. He cannot have a great grip on that thing. Dude, and they're still just way in the back. Like, they're way behind his metatarsal area region. Biology <laughs> <laughs> yeah. with Dr. Charts. <laughs> As he strikes at Icky's neck, and we go to the calling card. When we come back, it is a brother shout fest. Because I thought I was watching Dragon Ball, and I, oh. I don't, I don't even care. I am here for the shouts. Give me yeah. them all. Snow Nezuko's the going brother. Doki's going brother. Right now, you just give me, give this to me one episode out of all these. I'm fine with it. Now, if you start doing it every episode, that might get a little annoying. But I'm fine with it this episode. And what, okay. Do it. Give it. And that's the Dragon Ball Zness of it, or what exactly? Can you pinpoint what you're saying? When you're powering up in Dragon Ball Z and fighting, sometimes it would just get to the point where they're like just yelling and screaming for five minutes until they turn Super Saiyan. See, I I do. I like the, uh, I like getting the Chad critique of it all, of just being like, are you laying down your rules? You're these like, are my can, rules. You're like, you can do once one of these every blue moon, whereas Ronnie's more like, quit playing with yourself. I don't want to see it once. Right. Okay. Yeah, because I was fine with it this episode, because if you think about it, they really have not, in this show, done that before. No, and the brother and the, you know, the Tanji taking so long to slice through the neck, that's not the problem that I had. We're still good. I'm still coasting so see, far. See, I, yeah. I, see, I, I probably know where you're going with this. Let's keep going. Tanji takes a second while trying to cut off his head to appreciate the fact that he's still human. And this goes back to what you're saying. If you were Tanji, you'd be a demon. And that if for whatever reason he was to become a demon, he takes peace in the knowing that somebody in the Demon Slayer Corps would behead him. Now, I don't like him saying that. That kind of scares me. I don't know. That scares me, him saying that. Why is that? It just the way he said it was just like, oh no, if I become a demon, then like he's going to become a demon. Okay. And the re- the only reason I thought about it that way is because I was like, that is, if he had literally no other option, the only way to stay to ne- with Nezuko is to do that. He would do it. He would actually do that. But okay, and the reason I think that he wouldn't, I think he respects Nezuko in such a way where he's like, she's a one in a million. Like if I'm becoming a demon. I'm not going to be able to do what she's done, where she's, you know, had Irokodaki put the spell on her to like humans and stuff like that. He's like, I'm a long way away, and Irokodaki's already told me he did the last thing he'll ever do for me, so I don't have any more <laughs> of those. So then he's, then maybe he's thinking, what if I am a bad influence on Nezuko, and then we both just go running around killing humans? He wouldn't like that. He's not going to like well, that, Chad. But then she's instantly going to die. What? She'll instantly die. If he gets beheaded, do you think they're just going to let her run around in demon form? They're going to behead her, too. 
Yeah, that's not good either. <laughs> so unless maybe I mean Gigu is a pretty stand up guy. Yeah, he's got to be around. Anosa, yeah, because he thinks Anosuke's Winitsu are out for the count. Tanji starts to break the skin, which is just now when Daki starts to move. The worm belt launches toward them, but uh-oh, get inside. There's a thunderstorm in the area. He's still asleep, bitches. Yeah. Winitsu, Winitsu. He pulled himself. So this got you hyped. Oh, yeah. This got me so hyped. Yeah. He pulled himself out of the rubble, thunder breathing, first form, thunder clap and flash, lightning speed, he gets his blade on Daki's scarf neck, whatever that farce is, that little ropey neck of hers, and he knows his own power. This is his last chance, which I appreciated that, you know, knowing his own stakes. He's like, if I don't do it here, I'm not going to do it, and I thought that they did a good job showing exactly how much this was taken out of my boy Winitsu. Tanji starts to worry that he doesn't have the strength to cut through, and as he's thinking this, Iki has recovered from the poison and starts to retel, repel Tanji's blade. Yeah, he pulls that little, what is it that was in his leg? The kunai. The kunai, yeah, he pulls it out mm-hmm. of his leg, throws it. And I'm sorry, but I had to laugh, laugh at Tanji here. This, I mean... His, fe- his phalanges, is that why? No... He still put up more of a fight than I, at the, this moment I thought he was going to be able to. Like, I thought he was using all of it to try and cut this guy's head off. And so when he repels that, in my mind, Tanji should be like, I'm dead. Mm-hmm. What Tanji says is, he goes, dang it, I almost had him there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He did. He did. He tells himself, though, not to give up, and he does defend some rage attacks from Icky. Right. so I was like, all right, maybe he uh, had a little bit more in the tank than I thought, so that's why he wasn't immediately like, oh, I'm now dead. And right as the sickle is about to go through Tanji's eye, awesome animation here, Tengen saves the day with one arm holding uh, part of his weapon, or he slices him with one arm, and the other part of his weapon is in his mouth. You know it would have been sick? Tell me. Put you put the weapon in the hand that is uh, discombobulated from the body. You close it. This would have been so sick. God, I would. I should have wrote this show. You then throw the hand <laughs> okay. full speed, and it hits Icky's blade, and so he Ooh. gets hit by the thrown hand while it's enclosed with the weapon. Yes. And then he runs up. Okay. He doesn't even run. He just does that, and he's just like. You know what I mean? Because it would have been cooler if he did it. I like it from a visual standpoint. Yeah, like you're saying, like, he came out of nowhere slicing. What if instead we were just watching Tanji defend these and then a flying hand just came, entered screen right, entered screen left or whatever, and just hit a blade? We'd be like, (laughs) we don't go. (gasps) And the weapon acts as a boomerang, so then it just flies back to him and he grabs his hand and he, like, spins his own hand around. Oh, what is this this move called, dude? It's got to be like the, um... Well... Phalange flyers, go! Phalange flyers. <laughs> or hand-eye coordinate, because he saved oh, his eye. No, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. <laughs> you really thought you had something. You went, hand-eye coordination. <laughs> go! <laughs> oh my god. Alright, alright, here we go. Tingan saves the day momentarily. How the hell is this guy alive? So as soon as it happened, I rolled my eyes, and then I was on the edge of my seat. I go, okay, 
What are they going to tell me? So as a group... Breathing form 7,000. Right, as a group, are we okay with this off-screen save? It's kind of cheap. His breathing levels over 9,000. Let's see how they explain it, and we'll dissect it. All right, I want your take. So Icky realizes that Tingen stopped his own heart, which therefore stopped the poison from circulating. Chad, what say you? So there's a move in JoJo's where Jotaro in part three uses his stand to stop his heart or to slow it down to like the lowest of the low. Mm -hmm. And he then he even says the line of, God, if I die this way, it's going to be so stupid. But um, I liked it a lot. I liked when Jotaro, <laughs> I liked I liked when Jotaro did it. Okay. This one seemed, this one just to me was just like, oh, okay. You know, okay. I, like that. When I heard it, I'm like, eh. But I, I didn't have a problem with it. I liked it as far as off screen saves go for people that you basically like made me think we're dead. Because they did go out of their way earlier in episodes to say this guy's one of the only people left that knows how to like deal with poisons. Um, so I was like, they set that up. I do believe it was like him and his brother. Their dad seemed kind of like a shit bag. Maybe he's just practiced for the last 15 years on how right. to, you know, stop, slow his heartbeat to and make poison stop miss- circulating. And he's still missing a hand. So like that he's still severely injured. Mm-hmm. It's not. All right. So we're good. Mm-hmm. We're good. Everyone. We're good. Don't yell at me yet. I'm not going to yell at you. I would never. <laughs> Tingen yells, his musical score technique will take them to victory. Now, I kind of liked that. I thought that was dope. I didn't know what it was, but I was excited to type these notes so I could go, Ichi, San, Shichi, Go, I, Kin. Yeah. So that's what he says. And then he talked about, uh, let's see if I have it here. Uh, come on, where is it at? Find it. Can you find it? Oh, he talks about listening for for the scores, all of the scores. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking the whole time, dude, I listen to this. I listen for the score every episode. Yeah. And the score that's playing while he's saying this is a tremendous score. It fits right in with the scene. Oh, it's a story. Uh, a good score is like a, it's a blueprint. It's a storybook. And that's exactly what he's doing here. He can read Icky's filthy musical score. So he he can see the moves before he even performs them. It's beautiful. He's reading the music. You know what notes are coming if you can read the music. That adrenaline is pumping for Tingen. You could tell he's just something inside of him is awoken. It went from his heartbeat went from douche, douche to dum 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 dum. I'll do I'll do you one better. Okay. Because he's talking about music. He's talking about scores. He looks like the kind of guy to enjoy this kind of uh, heartbeat as well. Did it not sound like, (laughs) (laughs) now they go after one another with some serious slashes, explosive slashes, some would say. I once again, there's the explosiveness. Yeah, but it was very explosive. How is there a lot of people dead in this village? I would say, I mean, we saw we saw the girls trying to help some escape. But they were, some of them already got messed up from uh-huh. just Docky. I don't see a whole bunch of DBs laying on the ground, but I would have to think that, you know, some, there's some dead people around here. Yeah, and Ten, I think Tengen said he wishes he could be as good as Rengoku and not letting anybody die. Uh, this can't be another train situation. 
No. It was like, oh, we lost a couple pairs of legs, but everyone else is A-OK. <sighs> Tanji looks for his move from, like, the outside of this fisticuffs. He's like, all right, I just got to wait for my moment. Icky gets two stabs on Tengen. Um Yeah. Pretty good ones, too. And this right here might have been my most hyped moment. Tengen yells, don't stop. Yes, that that was hype. That was pretty hype, dude. Then tells him to jump. Tanji makes his move, but Icky yells that he's too slow as he stabs Tanji through the bottom of his chin up into his mouth. One of the gnarliest emo piercings I've ever seen. Owie. Owie. I knew you, you had to bring that one out on this. Tanji looks so cool. This is the coolest chin throat piercing <laughs> that I've. He does. How cool does Tanji look though, with his blood, like his blood red scream, with the the sickle being he through his chin. He looks pretty cool. I gotta say, he looks pretty yeah. cool. Icky says, "That's it. It's over. The poison will kill you." But Tanji saying, "I will behead him no matter what. Even if this is you know my last act, you're going down, buddy." He makes contact with his neck again, saying he has to use not only the strength in his arms, but everything from the top of his head to the tip of his toes. Should have done that earlier. (laughs) He says, ignore all the pain in his body. Ignore these fingers. Endure. He needs a hundred times the force of his normal power. He goes goblin demon mode is what I call this right here. Because his scar gets bigger. His hair turns to flame. He gets halfway there, and Icky, that's when he starts to finally worry, but he thinks about his sister. He's like, oh, as long as she doesn't get hurt, as long as there's not some crazy circumstance going on over there with her, I'll be fine. She's got that scarf neck. But we cut over there, and Zenitsu, he gets some help. Now, tell me to take a deep breath, Chad. Chad, tell me to take a deep breath. (laughs) I need you to do it, Chad, because I'm getting worked up over here. I'm trying to take a deep breath. <laughs> tell me, deep I need breath. you to tell me to take a deep breath. Ronnie, take a deep <laughs> breath. I love Inosuke. Glad to see him. Very glad to see him. But. <laughs> but. Okay, he says... This is what he says, and I'll never forget it. (laughs) He says, don't underestimate my flexibility. (laughs) Shifting the position of my internal organs is nothing but child's play for me. (laughs) And, well, we gotta stop there. We gotta stop there. Listen, this was a... I gotta say it again he says shifting the position of my internal organs is nothing but child's play Ronnie we saw earlier in this season him when he was going through the canaverals Mm -hmm. of the the tunnels he was shifting his joints and bones and able to do all of that and move around yeah and this is the the best part about this. Your brother, Travis, I remember him saying, this is how y'all are to- total op- opposites. Oh my he God. He goes, yeah, like I really like how in Demon Slayer, like they, they, when something happens, like they'll show you it before. He's like, when Inosuke talked about shifting his organs, 
they showed us earlier in the season he could shift around his body. Oh, man. And Which I agree. He, he did. He could do that. Well, uh, I mean, yeah, but it was his joints and bones. There was, was nothing his, about organs. It was but. his joints and bones. Like, it, he didn't see the attack coming. He was running away. I I don't know, Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> also, Arthur, I gotta, you know, I gotta do a lifeline call here over to the Dr. Chart, Biology with Dr. Chart. There's a lot of organs in that area. How could you move them? All? How could you all scoot them all to the side? Hold on. He's doing some furious typing. Now, the area... <laughs> <laughs> I like that last little flare. The area in which he was stabbed there uh, was near the heart region, so it seems that he shifted his heart four inches to the left. Yep. So, yeah, that's... It's a lot of just tissue in that area, so yeah, it's possible. So then my question, okay, so okay, so the next line, he says, this is the part where I'm just fucking pissed off at you. <laughs> he goes, since I grew up on the harsh mountainside, poison doesn't bother him either. Now how on earth did you manage to make that prediction, Chad? <laughs> <laughs> As someone who's seen this entire episode, how did you manage to pull that one out of your bag of tricks last episode? You know what's awesome is I thought it's been said before. I had no idea that it was been said in this moment. So when I said it, I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's just from the mountain. (laughs) He's had a bunch of poison berries. Come on. Oh, my God. Okay, we can move on. This scarf, it starts to rip. Both necks are just inches away from collapsing. The yelling intensifies, and then what an amazing sword slash sound as both heads come off. Whoever found that sword slash sound, give them a raise. It was a good one. That triple S? Mm -hmm. I agree. The heads fall to the ground in slow motion. Another good sound when they hit the ground for the first time. And rolling, the rolling. Mm -hmm. They roll right next to each other. Now, that was one of those things where it was like, okay, kind of cheesy, because I felt like they were very far away, but also... What a great shot. Yeah. Sometimes for the film, uh, the making of a film scene, you got to be a little cheesy just for the picture. Mm-hmm. You know? If we were reacting to it, boom, thumbnail. And I can appreciate that as a content creator. The wives, they gather on a rooftop. The really stupid one that you fancy celebrates and picks up Hinatsuru, who is very much alive, and tells her to look beyond the grave. Are you talking about a Nosuke with milkers? Yeah, so Nosuke with milkers, the really stupid one that you like. <laughs> See, she's funny. I like that sense of humor. Now, my girl, Hanatsuru, who's, you know, always, she's not just taking a win at the first signs of it. She's checking things out. She says something isn't quite right here. Tanji is dealing with the poison, and this was brutal. I didn't like this at His all. His breathing sound? mm I guess it, you were listening to it in dub, but I'm sure it was this, close to the same thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, he can't breathe correctly, even though he's trying to control it. He's a barely... Oh, dude, he sounds like an animal that's been run over. Yeah, that's he, what he sounds like. He needs like. a breathing treatment. As someone who's had many breathing treatments, he needs one. He sounds like... Sounds like he needs a whole new body. He sounds like, sounds like a stage five asthmatic. Yeah. Tingan yells, but... Uh, Tanji can't make out what he's saying 
but just then as he says, You've got to run. Icky's body turns into a nuke, goes off in a big explosion, credits over the destruction, somber music playing. Dude, they did that. The credits into that was amazing. Filmatic. It was. A filmatic episode of television that has come to a close is what we just witnessed. Because that entire entertainment district arc that seemed to be 700 miles of buildings when Tengen was trying to get over to the fight initially yeah is completely dismantled the entire thing this is what it looks like at least i mean it looked rough it yeah. looked rough it looked like quite of an explosion i don't really know what to think listen man you always say like oh wow ronnie just wants everyone to die there's got to be some consequences here rambling ronnie <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be some consequences. That's it. Okay, if the from what you seem to be a little irritated at the Inosuke situation, if I read that correctly, <laughs> that is the one that's most brutal, right? That's the one that it's like, yeah, because I don't think the Tengen one, that one doesn't bother me that much. The the Inosuke one is a little over the top. The Tengen one I can explain away, but the problem, like, they start adding on to the ones that don't bother me, start bothering me more when it's like. Oh, yeah, Nosuke came off screen. He's okay. Oh, Tengen, he came off screen. He's okay. Because, uh, like, when it's was explainable, because he was just, you he saw He was him just moving. kind of under a rubble, but yeah. it's still like, oh, Doki was fucking uh, playing hacky sack on a rooftop. Go just kill him. If, like, um, not that I want her to kill yeah. him, but if he's I just sitting there, like, struggling, was she just going to sit there and watch the fight go on with her brother and Taunt? She's not helping in any way. She's, <laughs> she's just sitting there. Couldn't she go strangle one of them with a scarf? It just, that's when it starts to become. Well, it, in her defense, if Tengen really did stop his heart, they would think he's dead. Who? If he doesn't have a heartbeat, Tengen. So they no, no, no. Even... I'm, yeah, Tengen, I'm, I understand why they didn't do anything with Tengen. I'm talking about um, Winitsu. Like, he's over there, like... He passed yeah, out, like, or at least go a, slap him up a little bit because yes. she didn't. She didn't like him to begin with. She's got her legs crossed on a rooftop, yeah. just watching him deal with Tanji playing with his food. So it just feels like, and I love my Power Rangers, but it feels like Power Rangers at some point. They can't Ooh. all be okay all the time. So what? What would? I think if if two or more died, what would you think of that? Oh, that would have put the show. I'm saying there's a, still a chance of that. No, there's not a chase of that. The, okay. Two or more of the... <laughs> two or more of the face that you just gave. I love when you try and act. <laughs> such a good... Such a good face. <laughs> uh, no, what I... Obviously, Tanji's not dead, even though he's having a hard time breathing. What it needs to be at this point, I think... Nezuko dead. With all the wives looking down on Tengen, he put himself in the blast to save Tanji. Something like that. His organs just explode all over Tanji. I like this show, right? But I I went and looked. I was like, all right, what? This is pretty bloody. And there's been certain things that we talked about in season one where I was like, they go super dark. And then there's just like some really goofy stuff, which I know some of that's just can be animeisms, whatever you want. But, like, I went and looked, saw where it is rated, like, TV mature. So I'm like, you can't do a nuclear bomb and then this finale just be like, 
All right, we all we all bandaged up, we healed up, and we are good to keep going. Yeah. None of the people in the entertainment district passed away. Yeah, all the we, civilians lived. We are all. It was just that one guy who came out yelling at them for being too loud. He's. Oh yeah, he did die. Yeah, he yeah. did die, but everyone else is all right. Yeah, like you said though, it is weird because uh, there was parts in season one with the spiders and everything where he, she just or not. Yeah. Breaks everyone's neck in one swoop. Right. Remember when she was controlling them with the webs? Yeah. It's like, you do that, but then you don't kill anybody on the train. And like, I, don't, I, don't need, I don't need people to die, but where I start having problem with it, problems with it is fake outs. And I, I say that, you throw in deaths, like it builds intrigue, then you... At, it takes away that feeling of like, oh, no one's ever going to die. Like, oh, yeah, it looks bad, but we just got to wait so, for So the Rengoku one, you thought that was fine, but you think someone, probably at least one person of this crew should be dead from this situation. Yeah. There was a nuclear bomb that went off. Well, I will say this too. The closest people to it are Tengen and Tanji. So yes. By far the closest. So if I had to make my prediction... Tengen is shielding Tanji with his body, and he's going to... His organs are going to explode. So I didn't say anything about his organs, Dr. Chart, but there's got to be something that goes... He's already... He's got to already be... Unless he stopped the bleeding, too. Like, he's lost it, an entire yeah. hand. There's got to be some blood that. loss. I mean, come on. He's a, <laughs> he can breathe. <laughs> he did stop the poison from circulating, so... And he can breathe very well. I think that's where I'm on. Overall... I like the episode. I just also say it from a standpoint of don't make me feel like I'm watching. Let me search the time crunch of this next episode real quick. The time crunch? What does that mean? Or, I mean, the uh, duration? Dura- yeah, the duration. I don't know why I said time crunch. Time crunch. crunch. <laughs> I, I want to see how long it is. You I think can't it's remember. longer, huh? I believe it is a longer episode. This Interesting. Next um, let's see. What do you come up with? Seems like it's taking a while. Thir- okay, it is longer. Not not anything crazy. So the one we just watched says 23. The next one says 32. Okay, a little bit of a longer episode, a little finale. I mean, that's interesting. I- I'll see how, because I can't imagine what all they do. There must be some introductions. We'll see how you take this next one. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> now, th- this has nothing to do with anything we just said. Yeah. It, like uh, talking about people living and whatnot, it actually has nothing to do with that. It's, it's something else. I'll, give, I will say this give one... Give me this nugget here. After seeing the finale of season two, do you feel like you know which direction we're heading in season three? And after oh, the yeah, entertainment yeah. district arc, I should say, do you see what kind of direction we're heading in the next arc? Yeah, yeah. Nothing, nothing bad with where we're going. It's just the episode in itself was underwhelming to me. Okay. I can see that not bothering me. Well, I I don't even want to spoil it. You you have mentioned something of this situation a couple times during this first two seasons. Okay. Now you haven't mentioned it in a while, so I don't. Okay. It's one of those where it's like you might you might be like really like why now? That's that might be what you said. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. All right, well we'll get to it next week. Um, stop on by to see it. And check us out. I mean, after that, we got some figuring out to do. I mean, the next arc is coming out soon, dude. It might be coming out in like two weeks, for all I know. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, this is gonna work great. 
<laughs> this worked out perfect. We did not even plan this. <laughs> no, what are you talking about? This is why we sat down six months oh, prior, that's true. Yeah, yeah. crunched the numbers, and figured out this schedule that we've just hit mark for mark perfectly. Good work, Chad. You're welcome. I've been Ronnie. I've been Chatty. Peace. Peace.